This is a podcast with a group of creatives who came together from all different places and stages in life to create, share, and document their experiences in and out of the booth and beyond the camera. Together, they've found new paths to follow as voiceover and on-camera actors. Through shared experiences, friendships, and adventures, they share it all with you from the very beginning. Oh, and of course, a little bit of chaos. This is the new Keeping Up With Chaos from the Booth and Beyond podcast. Welcome back to another week of Keeping Up With Chaos from the Booth and Beyond. I always say welcome back, but we mean it. We're so glad that you're here. Every week, we love sharing our conversations with you. This week is a relaunch. Remember, we smushed two podcasts together, Keeping Up With Chaos and from the Booth and Beyond podcast, smushed together This is us talking about tech talk and equipment choices that we made in the very beginning of our uh, on-camera and voice acting journeys. Remember, we're documenting our shared experiences all along the journey with the ups and the downs and all the chaos in between. So these are our our choices in real time, just so you can get an, an idea of what we decided to do when we decided to do it, if that makes sense. A lot of us have expanded and grown and and added to our booths and our on-camera setups. Uh, today, but this is these are the choices that we made in the beginning, and we're happy to share them with you again. Plus, we just talked to John McClain last week, so it kind of makes sense to relaunch this episode for you. So maybe you'll be able to find some little nuggets of information and from our choices that we made in the very beginning of our journeys. On to the conversation. Please share us with one or a million people, because when you share us, we all organically grow including our creative and podcasting friends. Cheers. Hello. Hi. Look at you. You look so pretty. You do. I put my face on today. (laughs) (laughs) I went out into the the wild, wild world today. So did you? (laughs) I did. I did. Nice. How's everybody doing? Good. I'm standing. Oh, are you? I am. Oh, I got, got a posture. <laughs> I'm standing. I actually um, bought a conversion, like a desktop converter nice. to like to stand because I just get tired of sitting. My body mm-hmm. is hurting me, you know, my hips and my back. And yeah. Um, yeah. So just sitting a lot and doing editing, even when you're standing and doing something, and then you're sitting down. And I do a lot of podcast editing, editing as well. So mm-hmm. I just I'd rather you burn more calories and it's better for your body to be standing Sitting. So totally then sitting. Totally. So I ended yeah. up getting this converter and I'm I'm really pleasantly happy with it. So Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I wish I had enough space in this little closet to have something to stand up with because I it's I'm like sliding in to like <laughs> get into my little space. <laughs> it's it's not I would say it's like I don't even know how I mean it's like twenty eight inches, I think, in length. Is that still huh. too much? I mean it's or twenty six. Girl, you were asking the wrong person with measurements. <laughs> Hi, Lloyd. Hey, yo. Look at you. Once again, thank you all for being super flexible because this week has been a week and I've been all over the place. Oh, you're fine. Hey, Gabby. Hey, yo. Oh, she's still getting her audio. We can't hear you. No. (laughs) Talking about equipment. You got to turn it on. (laughs) Technical difficulties. Always. It is. There we go. Hey. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know what was going on there. 
No, you're good. I was just telling a story to Frankie before you guys got here that I had um, gotten a self-tape request for an audition for acting and um, had to set up all my equipment today and still recovering. I wasn't feeling very good. I like laid down to take a nap and I woke up kind of like in a bad mood. Do you guys ever, has that ever happened to you guys where like you go to lay down and then you kind of wake up in a worse mood? That's kind of where I was at. But I was like, I got to get this audition done. So I set up all my crap, show must go on. And I did it. And then I went to submit it on backstage, but the self tape only would allow me to do audio. So I had to upload the video in my video section. But so mm-hmm. now it doesn't show that I actually submitted a self tape. So I'm just, I got to figure oh, it out. Man, like, yeah. I got to figure that out. So I don't know why the self tape request won't, will only allow me to do audio. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but if you use backstage, it probably will make sense to you. Right. Yeah. I don't, but <laughs> I okay. don't. I mean, not yet, it, at least it makes sense in the sense that I can visualize it, but not in the why. Yeah. I got to figure it out. So anyways, Gabby, take it away. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So today we're going to talk about tech uh, as a VO starting out, right? Because we're all starting out. And if you're curious about, um, if you're starting out, if you're curious about getting into this VO world, well, one thing to think about is tech. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm learning. I wouldn't say I'm faking it until I'm making it. I'm more like making it and learning <laughs> at the same <laughs> not time. Not the same ring, but it's okay. I feel that. <laughs> right? It's not the same <laughs> ring. I know. But it's, it, it is different. Like, I feel like I, I can't say I'm faking it because I am making it. But mm-hmm. I am making mistakes and learning along the way. Absolutely. So um, one of the things that keeps on a um, experience XR, is internet issues. LR <laughs> cables and mics and um, audio interfaces and DAWs and even um, internet issues. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the response was so late. The delay. The delay. I love it. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> oh no always <laughs> the internet but that happens i mean totally. she's probably uh, right now, yeah so. so there we go ethernet cable mm-hmm. as yeah. well are you yeah, hardwired so. are you hardwired i'm i'm not i'm thinking about doing it right now <laughs> so oh. my internet doesn't yeah yeah i I decided yeah. to, speaking of like equipment and tech and stuff, I decided to hardwire because I had some internet issues, you know, and it just, it just makes things just a little bit easier. Cause then you just mm-hmm. know you're automatically plugged in mm-hmm. and it was an, it was easier too for mm-hmm. me with source connect, you right. know, I went ahead and I purchased source mm-hmm. connect. I pay the monthly fee. Yeah. I didn't do the, the, the big chunk. I don't own it. So I pay monthly. So it was easier to have the, it all set up through with the ethernet. And I turn off right. my internet. Yeah. So when it's I helpful. first started, I was still in radio and I was still doing my radio shows from home in my closet. And it was like one of the number one cardinal rules, always plug in your computer <laughs> Ethernet mm-hmm. style. Don't ever use the Wi-Fi because you just never know. Wi-Fi can be, you know, in and out all the time. So, yeah, I would definitely invest in an Ethernet cable. And it's definitely wonky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, I. I go, sorry, go so ahead, Lloyd. go connect it oh, right now? Oh, <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I the computer, like I have a desktop and mm-hmm. I have a Wi-Fi adapter, but I don't use Wi-Fi. I've never not had my computer on Ethernet mm-hmm. because I just like, and it's it's always wildly inconvenient, honestly, because like the, 
our uh like modem or whatever is like on the opposite side of the house so mm. there's just like this 100 foot ethernet cable yeah coming through the like i literally I've, it's like behind couches in the living room and then it comes uh-huh. around this corner but like <laughs> where it gets to my door it's just, there's just this cord in the middle of the hallway that people have to make sure not to trip off <laughs> right. you gotta put a rug over it or something uh, right something yeah yeah but I, but- i've always i just got a super long cable and no matter where i've lived it's been just like me as my trusty stupidly long ethernet cable <laughs> i <laughs> I got one of those too, and I actually got one that was flat so that like when I was trying to Mm -hmm. set up my studio in the middle of my house in that tiny little closet, it was the same thing. I had it plugged into the wall and then I had it running, you know, a rug over it. So where there's high traffic and then it was under the kitchen, under the couch, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) under under the chair, under the rug, around the the corner. Yeah. (laughs) And you can like, it was flat. So if that's something that somebody out there is is Mm -hmm. in need where you can run it along the wall. You can get a flat Ethernet cable so that it can you can slide it underneath the base of your board or you know in between the carpet and you can just tuck it in so it stays out of the way if you have mm-hmm. if you have the ability to like wrap it around the room. So that's what I have. Um, I have a mm-hmm. I discovered that um, the Belkin USB C hub is the most compatible when it comes to Apple products. So um, and I found this out through working with like Apple, you know, with the Apple people. Um, I've been on the phone quite a bit with them before. And I got a tech online and they just mentioned to me that when I upgraded my computer, my laptop just recently, they said Belkin is the best brand that is the most compatible. It just works more efficiently with the Apple brand. Mm-hmm. So I have a, a hub that I can plug in my Ethernet into. And then I've got, you know, a couple, I've got like, what is it? USB C and USB, whatever, mm-hmm. those, the two different ones that I always get confused by. So I can plug in. I also have two external hard drives that I can plug in as well. And, um, and my Focusrite, I can plug in my Focusrite. Mm-hmm. So then that hub plugs one thing into my laptop. <clears throat> so that's really cool. Yeah. And it doesn't I, overheat I just, too much. I just wrote it down as well. Belkin. Yeah. <laughs> B-E-L-K-I-N. It's a USB-C hub. And it has all the, like, it had enough, it had enough ports that I needed. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I take a lot of my stuff off and back it up on um, an external hard drive. I don't know if you guys do that. <clears throat> no, but you should if you have an external hard drive. Mm-hmm. I, I do. Mean, yeah, you should I get an external, external hard drive to back drive. your stuff yeah. up. But You do, Gabby? Yeah, I do. My, my, my computer kept crashing. Um, for a while, I have a, a Mac. I kept on crashing because of all the recordings that I was saving. Mm-hmm. So I had to buy the uh, external hard drive. Yeah. I ended up getting the Lacey brand, L-A-C-I-E. And it's actually one that um, you can do like, there's a couple different internal ones where like they, I don't know, it's like an SSD. So like it could rattle around and it could break in the inside. But then there's other ones that like it doesn't rattle around and break. And I can't remember the difference, but I just it, I got the brand Lacey because I know that it's they have like a rugged one so that if you're on the go with your external hard drive, you know, because one of our coaches always talks about how his wife had lost everything because it broke and then all of her backup stuff had like disappeared, you know, so um when I'm on, when I was on the go this summer, I ended up getting a more rugged one so that it just, it, if it got bumped a little bit, like I wouldn't worry too much about it. So, 
anyways that's it yeah no it's it's good to know like i'm actually gonna have to uh text you about all this stuff <laughs> <laughs> this is or what you want to talk notes. about right yeah yeah i did i did want to talk about that and what about xlr cables are do you have ones like i know the road comes with one did you switch it out I did. I I actually upgraded my XLR cable to a Hosa, which is not that much more expensive. It's not one of like it's what there's a there's a Mugami or you know what I'm Mugami. talking about. There's, yeah, the Mugami Gold. Yeah, that's like a very expensive one, and and yeah. maybe one day like I will up to upgrade. But I I ended up going with like a Hosa. I think it's H O S A. Um, Have so you noticed just, a difference or not? not really? I mean, I don't know. I think so. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Have you? <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm waiting for mine to get here. Um, oh. <laughs> so I don't know yet. I will report back. Yeah. But I definitely do, do need a, a new one after investigating like how they're made and stuff. I'm like, okay, maybe I can invest a little more in, into an XLR cable. Although there's a whole bunch of articles online where they're kind of like 50, 50 on whether you should get one or not, or whether it matters or not. Yeah. So you I, that's why I was asking you like have you noticed a, a significant difference or not really yeah I mean I I well I ended up, up updating or upgrading my microphone right so I went with the TLM um the Neumann TLM 103 I did the reconditioned one that actually was has a factory warranty so I did save myself some money so I didn't pay full sticker price I know a lot of people like to get brand new they don't want to get used and I was happy with purchasing a used one it saved me like three four hundred bucks you know yeah. Um, and, and, it, and I have a factory warranty to it. So I ended up upgrading the XL, XLR cable because, you know, that's, what's communicating from your, from your microphone to mm-hmm. your directly to your audio interface and their interface goes into your laptop. And so I wanted to make sure that it was as smooth as possible, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, I mean, like a Hosa cable, <clears throat> excuse me, a Hosa XLR cable isn't that expensive it's just not like a generic amazon xlr cable it's it's you know like you could get one for like 15 16 bucks you know so that's like not too steep of a price but it's not like a 80 to 100 dollar xlr cable i don't know anyone else have anything to say about that i, I mean i just see myself buying an 80 to 100 dollar no cable. not at yeah, all no. not at all i literally bought one two days ago and it was 30 bucks so yeah i don't even remember how much mine was but i just based i went to sweetwater.com and i was going off of there recommendations when it came to the mics I chose and things like that. So I chose a an Ashton mic. So I have that one and, you know, they give you recommendations of which kind of equipment that goes with it. So I just kind of went with that. But I did have a Focusrite prior to that and it came with the XLR cable. And to be honest, I can't tell the difference. Most people <laughs> can't. Can. But look, look, if, if, uh, if a client on the other end is saying something that I sound funny or whatever, then I'd probably definitely dive into it. But for the most part, everybody's been you know, pretty cool about the sound I have. So uh, until I get complaints, <laughs> yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. For me, um, as someone who has worked in a production environment for a while now, it's weird to say, um, when it comes to XLR cables, it is weird because like as someone who's creating or I, who creates the content or what have it, like, if you're paying enough attention, you will notice before anyone else does. So like, for instance, in my day job, I've had a really big pet peeve because I've been using a camera that shoots at 1080p and not 4K. 
for the longest time. And we work with people who shoot in 4K. I can tell the difference in the video. But when I say something to someone about it, they're like, oh, it doesn't look very different. And I was like, well, then we have to get into the whole uh, compression conversation as far as like how YouTube makes things look different and the how much data is included in an image. And I was like, for my peace of mind, we need a 4K, 4K yeah. camera. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like anyone who's on the outside is not, you know. So like even if you got uh, an XLR that was nicer and you notice the difference, most people aren't unless they're like aren't aren't going to notice unless it's like a really intense you know super skilled mm. sound engineer who's like oh right you know. right yeah and like I said the client is the one who's really going to be judging most of your sound right so yeah. let the client tell you that you sound funny then maybe jump in there and go for yeah. the $80. <laughs> but until then, I, like I definitely did not pay nothing more than like 30 bucks. I don't think I even paid that much, but yeah. it was just the recommendations that came with it on the the website. So, yeah. and Sweetwater is a great company when it comes to audio and engineering and things like that. So, yeah, I trust them enough. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. what about audio interface? You know, cuz I I'm using a Focusrite 2i2, but mm-hmm. there was a little bit of a um, a solo. I had a dual and my, my oldest took it for me. So I ended up getting a sync, like a solo, but like there was a point in time where I was having audio issues. I wasn't sure if it was the XLR cable, you know, communicating with my new, it wasn't, you know, with my new microphone or if it was my storage space on my laptop and I ended up upgrading my laptop, but I had considered getting, um, a new audio interface and um, I'm trying to remember the brand that everyone uh, the Apollo I was going to get an mm-hmm. Apollo because there was like mm-hmm. a huge sale you know around Black Friday or whatever um, but I didn't realize like how much of a pain in the butt the Apollo can be um, depending on like what kind of operating system you have you know whether you have a desktop or a Mac and I think that it can get mm-hmm. a little funky with the Macs um, or the Apple products and um, there's ways to get around it, but it just seemed like too much drama for me. So I've just stuck it out with the focus, right? I don't, what about right. you guys? Yeah. I still have the focus, right? As well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, like I said, when I first started voiceover stuff, I was still in radio and I was doing radio shows from my closet and that's what they gave us. As far as the company goes, they gave oh. us the focus rights yeah. and that's what we were using to do radio shows. So if it was clear enough to do <laughs> yeah. Yeah. national radio shows, then I guess it's clear enough to do a couple of voiceover spots. So yeah. I've been working with the focus right solo since yeah. then, yeah. Yeah. Me too. but I wouldn't yeah. mind looking into some other ones. There was some pretty cool ones that we were working with at the radio station. They were bigger, much bigger. I forget what they were. I'm going to have to look it up, but um, they had some really cool ones that they were working with and, you know, had all the, the bells and whistles and I was like, that sounds fun. <laughs> so it maybe does one day. Fun. Yeah. It, it's also kind of scary, right? You, you look at all the bells and whistles and you're like, um, it, it is intimidating. <laughs> yeah, it is intimidating. But once you really dig into it you realize okay i understand exactly what all these buttons are for but when you first meet it you're like oh god (laughs) well the other issue with getting things that are more complicated like for instance i have a road uh al1 uh that i got in a package with my road procaster mic which that has been a whole thing this week but um one thing about having interface or or any piece of technology uh, that has, quote unquote, like the bells and whistles mm-hmm. is like 
you're not going to use the bells. Is it necessary? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it necessary? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fun, but is it yeah. necessary? Right. Well, and with the scarlet, it's plug and play. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's yeah. easy. I, and Lloyd, I want to talk a little bit about like your drama because I feel like it fits right in to, um, to you know, because you're, you just caught your demo. You're just mm-hmm. getting out there on pay to play sites. So, I mean, you know, and you hadn't had, you, know, you had some of your equipment, right? But you hadn't put it all together specifically for voiceover and auditioning with voiceover. So, right. Um, so the my initial the reason I got the Rode Procaster and the AL One were for podcasting. Um, and I've never really had an issue on that end because I I'm the one doing all the editing, or my friend Stacy's the one doing all the editing, and it's like, okay, well. As someone who is like, who, you know, does it on their own, the standards are not the same as if you were to send it to like, you know, uh, iHeart or Stitcher or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. a person who's creating their own uh, content doesn't necessarily know that like the levels need to be here consistently. But I was like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. I edited it. It sound fine. um, And people can hear it when they go and listen to it. My issue was, and this is an issue that I wasn't necessarily aware of. It was, it was a little bit of a thing on my radar because we've had conversations before about me sounding quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, oh, well, that's because I'm talking away from the mic. I just need to get closer to the mic, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, but that is not i mean that was the case uh as far as like i need to just talk into the mic but as far as levels are concerned the issue i had is that the road procaster mic is a dynamic mic mm-hmm. and while the road al1 provides phantom power di- this the, the road procaster mic does not take phantom power it's a dynamic mic I didn't know this because I didn't need to know this Mm. and working with an audio engineer who we all know, um, I was sending stuff to him and he's like, yeah, the mic sounds fine, which also is surprising because I wouldn't consider that mic to be a quote unquote professional mic. Mm -hmm. Um, It sounds good, but the levels are low and I'm like, okay. So I kept turning my levels up, kept turning my level, like gain maxed out on the knob and he's like, are you, like, turning the right knob? Like, I'm just like, yeah, like, everything's, <laughs> and it's just, it got to this, to a point where he's like, you know, I'm at a loss, and this is really weird. And so I was Googling stuff about this mic specifically, um, and I would, I one thing I always do if I ever run into trouble with any piece of equipment is I will go to that piece of equipment, and I will go straight to the one-star reviews. Because mm-hmm. interesting, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Because right people away, are generally complaining about, yeah, people mm-hmm. are complaining about the same things. Um, and there you're were a couple. So, you're too pe- smart for your own good, Lloyd. I'm yeah, sorry. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never would have thought of that. Great. <laughs> Me neither. Take yeah. your notes. Like, okay, <laughs> go to one star review. Got it. Well, it's just like if you <laughs> have a question, tip. people yeah. probably have that same question. If you have yeah. an issue, you're probably right. not the first one to have it. Yes. Yeah. Um. Voice of reason has spoken. You're not the only one with an issue. We all got issues. Yeah. And so I'm like looking around and there were a couple of complaints about like the levels being too low. Blah, blah. And I'm like Googling around and I suggested to this person, I was like, maybe I need to get a preamp. And I'm like, well, are you using phantom power? Like the AL1 has a preamp. And I'm like, well, yeah, I am. 
but it's not changing anything. And this is me not realizing that because it's a dynamic mic, it doesn't take phantom power. Mm -hmm. But the reason I was thinking about a preamp is because someone had said something about a cloud lifter uh, CO1, which some people don't consider to be technically a preamp. I don't know the distinction, whatever, but I ended up getting one and uh, going through that now, like it's, you know, I got a, a new, like I got a rolling XLR cable to put that through to the mic and that's going through to my AL one um, back into my computer. Um, I really like the saga was much more complicated than I made it. And I'm proud of myself for not making the story longer than it needed to be. <laughs> but um, yeah, yes, I re- recorded myself too. again, sent the audio I think it sounds fine. Looking at the numbers, it looks fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I get an email back on Monday or Tuesday telling me it doesn't sound fine, I'll just go find a trash can and roll down a hill in it. There you go. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, no, but people don't realize that, like, you know, I mean, di- dynamic mics versus condenser mics, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's shotgun right. mics and... You know, and that you really have to take a look at what is suit like what suits you best, right? right? What suits your voice best? And if you have an opportunity to go to a place where we train and have an audio and engineer come there and do like a mic shootout like Angela did, mm-hmm. so you can test the mic out for your voice or go through Sweetwater and talk to somebody and find out what is best for your voice and your setup and your space, you know, right. and then that way you can return it if it doesn't work, right? So that's another right. tip. But um I think in the end, like you did yeah. not get a new microphone. You're still using the dynamic. Cause I think I have a condenser. Right. TL, uh, Neumann mm-hmm. is a condenser. Um, and you're going to stick with that. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is like, I'm, I, I, the plan was always, I already have this mic. I'm going to use this mic that I paid for and yeah. I'll make it work. I think the issue was, and I, this, I guess this is somewhat of a word of caution to people who have that mindset is if you're going to do that, um, Absolutely, you can make it work, but like you need to know the difference between what you were using the equipment for before and the standards you're going to have to yes. uh, stick to moving forward. Totally. Um, because a couple of people were like, oh, it's a dynamic mic. You probably need a cloud lifter. And I'm like, okay. Because in our group chat, that was a conversation that mm-hmm. happened, but it also was a conversation yesterday. <laughs> I was talking to... Uh, Brett Mukai, and it was so funny because I literally was like, oh, yeah, it's a dynamic mic. He's like, oh, you need a cloud lifter. And I'm like, people just know this. And why do I, why did I? <laughs> so did you get a cloud lifter? You got this. a cloud lifter then. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's what I, yeah. It's, you uh, sound great. Thank you. Yeah. You sound a lot better. And my, and my gain isn't, you know, maxed out on the knob. Yeah. Like it was before. And, and what people don't realize is that when I would produce our podcast, your levels would be so low that sometimes it would not even show up. The audio wave wouldn't even show up. And so I'd be very careful not to go and clip out, you know, in a quick, quick edit that I do right. sometimes, you know, and just cut you all the way out because you wouldn't show up there, your audio levels. And I, ha- I had to get used to the fact that you, your audio levels were really low. And sometimes then I had to put it back in Twisted Wave. I put it all together in GarageBand, which is we can talk about DAWs too. And yeah. I put it in GarageBand, build it, because that's the easiest way to build a podcast in GarageBand. And mm. then I would turn around and put it all together, save it, and then I'd upload it in a twisted wave. And I literally meticulously go to every spot mm. where Lloyd was, oh, and I'd have yeah. to um, boost it because a lot if it was that low, and it would take me a really long time. So, And, <clears throat> and the the crazy thing about that is that 
you're not the only person I've ever had to send my audio to. Um, and some people, you know, will have like looked at him like, oh, okay, I'll just raise, you know, the audio, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But the conversation between myself and the person I was working with was that like anybody can do that. But if you're going to be sending out auditions, you don't want to be that guy that everybody has to do that for. Right. You know, yes. Right. You know, because, yeah. yeah, it sounds fine and they can just put another 10 decibels on it. Right. But you're also giving them another 30 seconds of work they don't have to worry about if they're mm-hmm. going with mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah, that could actually be a make or break for you. Right. The funny no. thing is <laughs> that. Before I decided to get my audio reviewed, I yeah. was, it was like Monday night and I got my audio reviewed on like Tuesday morning. So like I sent the email and I was like, you know what? I need to just, I'm just going to do a couple of auditions. So I did like six auditions, two of them got to listen to and maybe more. I haven't checked since yesterday, That's awesome. but, um, yeah. but it was funny because after I got the review back, I was like, oh, shit, I sent those auditions. And they're probably like, why is it so fucking quiet? No. <laughs> That's okay. You know? It's still practice. Yeah. Even, yeah. You know, practice. even though it's even still it's, good practice. Yeah. That's how I, mine. I think my gain was a little too low when I first started out. And I go like if I go back and listen to it, I'm like, ah, why did I get shortlisted for that one? <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about just the first auditions in general. Like, ooh, you know, <laughs> yeah. like not just like the exactly, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, before, like, I also want to pull in Frankie here because there's also like a side of the acting stuff. You know, I had spoken about yes. putting, you know, doing an audition today. Um, before I jumped on here with you guys, I want to talk a little bit about. If you are an on-camera actor, a lot of times there are voice actors or on-camera actors. and mm-hmm. Or if you're an on-camera actor and you want to do voiceover or vice versa, you go from voiceover to on-camera. There's other equipment that you need um, outside of the booth. So I want Frankie to talk a little bit about that and then we can share about that. Yeah. Well, I hadn't really thought about it until this weekend. Until now. No, no, no. Until this weekend because I did my very first self-tape. Um, nice. Joss, oh, thank nice. you for helping. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, a woman that I know from class and I, I've read for, for her self-tapes. She sent me, um, they were doing casting for the Casting Society of America. They're, they have like an equity database. Hmm. So it was specifically for Latino actors to add to this database. Ooh. Wow. So, of course, when she first sent that to me, <clears throat> I went back and forth a million times whether I would do it or not. Because I don't have a headshot, um, you know, like I, I never, I had never done like a self tape, and so of course I, like, I sent it to Jocelyn, and she was like, "You, you have to do this." She was like, yes. "Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now." Like, okay, and I was like, "Would you Good. read?" Because they also sent like scripts and stuff that you can choose from. So I was like, "Would you read for me?" And she's like, "Yeah." So Friday I had the day off, so we decided to do it on that day, and I had to help people. I have read for people. I have helped jocelyn with her self-tapes and when i tell you that directing somebody is absolutely not the same (laughs) as you trying to do it for yourself Mm -hmm. um i thought you know i have a phone that will be fine many people do this no it was uh a nightmare because on the (laughs) phone like unless you do front facing camera and you don't want to do that you can't see what you're doing Mm-hmm. So then before you record, every time you have to go behind the phone, press the record button, come to the front, finish, do one take, go back, press stop. And it was just 
it's just too much. So it got me thinking about like stuff that I need to have in order to to get that done properly. I mean, I do have a camera, which I can probably use that, like a proper camera, um, which also has like, you know, I just used it again for something else, which I, I will talk about now. But it has like this, you know, you can uh, like, yeah, yeah. have screen. a face yeah, in, yeah. and it, you can screen. flip the screen and see exactly what you're doing, which I think would be really helpful. But, you know, you also need like stands and lights and backgrounds and all these mm -hmm. other things to make your self-tape be able to compete with all the others. You can't just have, you know, any kind of recording of yourself. It's got to look some sort of professional Right. But anyway, it's that make or break again, you know, like the, the simple yes. things that can really put you ahead of the game correct. is those those little things that, you know, you think you may not need. You can get by without. But in yeah. reality, yeah. you probably need those. Yeah. yeah. And it, the funny yeah. thing is, like, you need so many things for it to look like you're standing in front of a gray wall. Right. Like on, if you <laughs> yeah. see the setup, it's like I have a light in the back. I have a light in the front. I have Jocelyn in the iPad next to the camera mm -hmm. and I have the camera that it's. It, yeah. A lot, anyway, yeah, it is. Yeah, so Frankie, sorry. Um, what kind of camera is that? What kind of Canon? It's a Canon. It's a Canon T3 um, Rebel T3i. It's really old. It's like the first, not the first, but like the what, like the the last camera I got um, when I was doing photography. Um, but still, you know, I, I I actually used it to take my own headshot on Saturday. It was Yay. a very productive weekend. I love I it. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. I love and it, it. looks really it good. There. I saw your headshot you. on Instagram. He looks so beautiful. It? He looks so radiant. Oh, thank you. Well, I Radiant? Oh, God, where's it at? Let me go find it. I know, right? <laughs> well, <Where's> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw it, and I was blown away. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. you look oh, yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Well, and, and Frankie was you need like a ring light too. So there's like a yeah. stand with a ring light that you can actually put your phone into. Mm -hmm. Um we I used Elite Hood 12 inch ring ring light. Um and it's like a floor, you know, it's a floor stand. Mm -hmm. And then I also have like a separate freestanding iPad stand. You can see it right behind me that I also mm -hmm. use for voiceover when I'm, you know, in my booth. And I also use that for Frankie to be on when I'm filming from my phone, which Frankie, mm. I just want you to know that I actually like I flip the phone camera so mm. that I can see myself. I'm not face. I'm not mm. like this. I'm facing so you do like front that. facing. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I do. Something. It's a little something. less it's a, uh, like front facing is not as good quality as the back cameras. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, a lot it of worked. people do, do that. Yeah, no, it works. And but I, would, you... I, would, I would probably use my Canon from now on, though, to do self tapes. Do you yeah. guys have um? They're, they're, I don't know what they're called. They're like white screens or something yeah. like that. And it like reflects the light off. What are those yeah. things called? They're called reflectors. Oh, reflectors. Yeah. reflectors. Oh. yeah. Makes sense. Well, yeah. look at Frankie. <laughs> oh my God. Hey. I have to look at that. Look at you. Wow. Oh, Frankie. I have yeah. to go back and look at how did I miss that. How did I miss that? I'm the one who told you to do that. And I was like, you better do it. And this is beautiful. I love it. You look beautiful, right? Say... But the thing uh, is, it's not on his page. I can't go and like it, like it. No, I know. I just, I just it's avatar. just his profile. Yeah, I'm not gonna, I can't go yeah, and. I'm not. I'm not gonna be double tap yeah. the heart. I'm it's just to temporary tap, until I can. Yeah, it's just a temporary <laughs> one until I can get like a professional one. It time. looks great, though. Can we just say that is like a huge step, like. Yeah, I mean, that was like a huge step, you guys. We cannot like overshadow this. Absolutely not. Like we cannot yeah. just breeze right past the fact that he took a headshot this weekend. 
Mm-hmm. And he literally, t- I was like, just do it. Just, you need to be ready for it. Like even you, you're, a, you know how to do photography. You have a camera, you know, yeah. and a lot of times, uh, you know, and when you're acting too, like you don't, yes, of course you want like a blue screen or a gray screen. And of course you want like a ring light to hold your phone and you might want to mm-hmm. get some, some more lighting if you can't use natural lighting, you know, cause it will get darker during, as the day goes by, mm-hmm. um, you know, but like really you can just use a wall, you know, if you don't have mm-hmm. the money to buy a screen and you really can just use your phone obviously just get to get started. But like what Frankie's saying is as you get going, just like us, you're going to want to start updating and start thinking about the mm-hmm. different types of yeah. equipment you're going to want to add into the mix, you mm-hmm. know, so that you do yeah. put your best foot forward. But I mean, you can just as easily film your self tape from your phone, you know, and just use a blank wall, like you, you know, yeah. and use the natural sunlight or use additional lights in your, in your bedroom. <clears throat> now, question. How do you edit the video? I'm moving. I'm I move. Okay. It takes three seconds. Like honestly, I really it took me three seconds to put the self tape together, and I had to add because they wanted they wanted me to slate, so I had to add the slate to it, and then edit that, and then edit the peak the the piece of uh, the actual um, scene. Mm-hmm. So it, it took me three seconds to put it together. Would Frankie, you be opposed to, me to sharing that with us? The the would the you be video? opposed? I would love to see it. Off the record. Yes. Off, the record. Cool. off the record. <laughs> off the record, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah I want to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, me you're well, actually doing it. I mean, you got your equipment going. You're you took your headshot. You're you're you're, you're making the steps, which steps. is awesome. Your first audition Started. that you did as well. Like I mean, we're talking like huge steps, like leaps yeah. and bounds this weekend. And it's that first one that you do is like probably the mm. hardest. I mean, mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we did my we did my demo tape, you know, just getting set up and making sure like the the phone and the ring light was positioned and I had my background and you know, and then making sure I could Frankie's just off center, you know, on my iPad. So I'm not looking right at the camera. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things you have to think about and then you have to remember the script and then you have to like actually act, you know? So (laughs) yeah. One thing Frankie um, for you that uh, using the LCD on the camera, I mean, is, is fine and it works. Um, But you can totally get like a, a, I think it's like an HDMI, mm-hmm. HDMI mini for yeah. Canon T3 yep. and plug yep. it into like a TV, you mm-hmm. know, so you actually have like a full yep. view of what you look like. That's totally. smart. That yeah. is smart. <clears throat> um, I wanted to say something really quickly back to like voiceover really quickly about like Source Connect because you mentioned Source Connect. When I did upgrade my computer, it's very important that if you do decide to do Source Connect, whether you purchase it monthly or you buy the full out, you know, rights to it. And that's like kind of a bigger chunk of money. Um, And for, uh, I'm sorry, Frank, not Frankie. Lloyd made fun of me because it actually is called a dongle. And I'm showing it to you right now. It's <laughs> the doohickey. It's literally an iLock dongle. And I would highly suggest if you are going to go for you know, your best foot forward and do the source connect right away um, as you get started, because there will be specific auditions that request source mm-hmm. connect. Yeah. I would definitely get a dongle for your, an iLock so that you can put your source connect iLock on this doohickey. So that way, if you are traveling, you take it with you and you mm-hmm. can plug it in at any device you know, that you have um, source connect downloaded to, because it was a pain in the ass to get, um, it off of my old computer and onto this thingy mm-hmm. I had to set up in a meeting with um, Source Connect. Although they're very good about setting up 
and helping you through working out the different technical things um, at, when you, once you get into that. But I just wanted to point that out. And you know what? To, to piggyback off of that, not only Source Connect, but another great idea um, is to make sure that you have memberships or, or accounts open with Zoom and um, Teams yes. and all yeah. of those different kind of connecting apps, that, especially those big ones that were booming over co- like quarantine that everybody mm-hmm. was using to meet with everybody. I have used more of those kind of applications than I have ISO or, or Source Connect. Oh, right. um, I've used Source Connect maybe twice since I started voiceover and I've been doing it for almost a little bit over a year at this point. So I've used it like twice, but I've used Zoom or FaceTime or uh, Teams. I've used all of those Microsoft Teams, all of those different little um, meeting apps. And we do our, our, our little sessions through those. So if you don't have any of those type of meeting apps, I would say just go ahead and make accounts for all of those because you just never know who's going to, you know, want to do Teams or who's going to want to do, um, I can't even remember Zoom or whatever. There's Skype. tons of them out there. Yeah, Skype, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's tons of them. I have a, bu- a bunch of them on here. So um, I-, I was surprised how many people have asked if they can do like a live session through something else other than Source Connect. Yeah, which brings me to another point with equipment. And the reason why I upgraded my laptop is because of the storage. And you also definitely, for sure, even if you upgrade your computer and you have more storage, you definitely want an external hard drive to have a, a second backup, if not even two external hard drives so mm-hmm. that you have it backed up in three places or a time machine, you know, that you can randomly plug into your mach- to your computer overnight so that it backs everything up because you want to have three. You want mm-hmm. it to be on your computer. You want it to be on an external hard drive and you want a time machine <clears throat> to be to back it up. But I want to talk a little bit about the fact that, Angela, you, when it comes to equipment and working with clients and doing live sessions, I it brings me back to the time where your computer shut down. Oh and thank God. God you had your so iPad. Much. So if you're thinking about it, <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> iPad is great for yeah. voiceover because mm-hmm. a lot of times if you don't, if you want to save trees and not print off everything, mm-hmm. you know, you mm-hmm. can put it on your iPad if you, and some people do get um, actual computer screens that they mount to their wall and they're and I haven't done that yet, but the iPad works just as well. But mm-hmm. you want to share with everybody about how that saved you? It was so horrendous. <laughs> so I'm in the middle of a, a great session with somebody. Um, the way I had it set up is that my actual computer, which was recording the the gig, was outside of my little booth because sometimes the fan will jump on on these uh, computers and then it kind of ruins the sound. So I took my iPad. I had it set up here in the booth. So I was reading the script and um, I also had my phone going. So they were talking to me on the phone and telling me, okay, do it this way, do it that way, whatever. So I had my phone. I had my iPad and then my computer was out in the the hallway right here. Um, I guess I didn't plug the computer in all the way. So it was it was losing battery the whole time while we were on for about two hours or something. And I had no idea that it wasn't plugged in. So when it the way it's connected is I had it on my iPad with um, an app called Duet. So you can see what's happening on your computer on the iPad. So I had my scripts. I had the little screen that can show my computer and where my, you know, Adobe Audition was running and stuff like that. And before I knew it, my computer out there died and I could see it on my iPad. It just was like gone. And I was like, oh my God. So I had to stop everything. And I had, I think I actually cussed in front of the client. (laughs) I was like, shit, (laughs) you complete that. Um, But, you know, I was really 
crushed, like flustered. And they're like, it's fine. It's cool. You know, don't worry about it. Just let us know when you're ready. We'll, we'll start over, whatever. Um, so I go back out there. I plug it in. Everything's still running on the computer because I was fast enough that it didn't just like completely close out all the programs. So I plugged it in real quick. It, it started up real fast. And, you know, I was still recording. Um well, it stopped recording, but it still had the session that we right. were recorded. Um, so I, you know, clicked it again. We kept recording um, and finished off the session. But it was like the last maybe three lines of our session. And, you know, my computer died. And it was like so scary because I had at least I had my iPad there to know yeah. that, you know, and versus having a piece of paper in front of me and not the iPad and just hoping and praying that everything's going fine out. <laughs> right, right. So it was yeah. good to have those two computers uh, connected so that, uh, you know, the tablet and the computer connected so that I knew that something happened. But, you know, if you're going to be in a session, just make sure all of everything is plugged in properly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Word well, of advice. Everything needs to be plugged in again. And you had them on your phone separate. Right. Like a lot of times, yeah. you know, someone I just um, figured out too, that like sometimes if you're running a Zoom call on your computer and you're actually recording your, from your dog oh, yeah. on your computer, some say that like some running lagging. both programs, it can like interfere. So mm -hmm. FYI, it's a lot yeah. of times if you're going to Zoom with somebody, if you see my mm -hmm. kid, um, yeah. if you zoom, you know, you might want to have them on the iPad or your iPhone. So that yeah. way too, if you have any technical issues, then you're still on a call with them. You didn't lose mm -hmm. them and it's not going to mess up your recording. That's been yeah. the kind of uh, setup I've had for the last couple of live sessions. You know, somebody on the yeah. phone with me, whether it's through, you know, zoom or if it's just them on the phone with me um, and then I'll have my iPad and then I have my computer going as well. So I have those two and then I have my external hard drives and stuff uh, connected as well. So I'll have everything pretty much connected. Um, but like I said, as far as like Source Connect goes, which I feel is probably the best way to go because not only can they have the recording on their end, but you also can record on your end in case there is a hiccup. But I feel like that's the best way to go. But a lot of clients that I've had so far are completely happy doing it over Zoom and just listening over Zoom, which I see issues sometimes because sometimes even with them on my cell phone, it will kind of like lag a little bit so they'll hear something but I recorded it differently so once they get the final product they'll be like oh there wasn't a hiccup you know because they were like we're gonna need you to do that line again because we heard a hiccup but it was just the hiccup on the phone not necessarily in my recording it was zoom yeah right yeah right. it was zoom okay exactly yeah. yeah so keeping it separate is mm -hmm. so I have another uh, question sorry <laughs> and this one's for you Joss um okay because I travel a lot but I don't carry I don't have a, a portable microphone or a travel mic. Which one's the one that you use? Right. Okay. So I have the Apogee, Apogee hype mic. So it's a little pink mic. Um, oh, okay. And it has like a built-in um, audio interface inside of the microphone. And our mentor, Melissa, and another coach of ours, Casey, also, they're the ones who recommended it. Um, and so, and you have the ability, like you just literally, I took my iPad and my laptop and you can, and you just get the right connector thingies that you need, you know, for the ports that you have. And <laughs> I just plugged the little microphone right in and recorded right into my, it was great. And, and, and I was in a closet that wasn't fully treated. I just had blankets around and some hanging clothes. It wasn't like a fully treated place. And the audio was perfect because of this particular microphone and it's it's all built in the audio interface so you don't have to take like your focus right with you so and like I said I use the lacy rugged external hard drive so that I could I had that and then I had my little apogee hype mic it's pink it's so cute and then um <laughs> my iPad and my and my laptop at the time so okay um yeah it was it was quite simple yeah so I was happy with it 
you know, I mean, if you're traveling in state, like I was kids considered, you know, bringing some other things, you know, like I have, I have an acoustic blanket. I was considering taking that with me, you know? Um, yeah, but I didn't do that. So that's, um, one little thing I want to tell you guys about too, like when you are making your, um, when you are treating your booth, whether you choose to do what Lloyd did and, um, you know, you create like a freestanding booth with blankets and Gabby too, uh, with acoustic blankets, or if you treat it with like Angela and I have, and I think Gabby too, we have stuff on the wall. We have panels, right? Mm -hmm. Um, a a little, a little lesson that I learned (laughs) in my, um, building of three different booths in my house is that instead of actually gluing the panels to your wall, to your wall i i would suggest using t-pins two-inch t-pins um so they 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 work for the ceiling they work in the wall and they definitely secure it so that way if you do have to like take it off the wall it's not going to be glued to the wall Mm -hmm. and it's not going to cause um damage so that's just a (laughs) there's also mounting putty that you can use for stuff oh yeah really yeah and that's good with the foam Okay. Works well with the uh, I'm not sure if it's specifically good. I haven't tested it with phone because I don't have yeah. phone, but mounting putty is like what I've used for other things so that I'm not using like tape or, you know, glue. I use some really strong double-sided uh, tape, um, but it comes off pretty clean. It's just a yeah. clear double-sided tape. And I've, I used it in my old apartment. And then when I moved, taking all of my stuff down in my closet, it didn't leave any kind of residues or pool paint or anything like that. So I was really surprised with that one. So I got it again and I used it in my little closet here. So, yeah, I did not do that. Another. I have to tell but you, yeah, I... the thing about it is it will um, eventually fall. Yeah. Like it stays for say. a good while, but it will eventually fall. It's not a permanent situation. You you'll have to continue. Yeah, yeah. You'll have to continue to yeah. readjust. If you use and the T-pins, it, it's, it, gets, it, the, it holds it in place. Go ahead. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Plus, I was going to say, I think T-pins work better in our type of climate. Because, yes. it, you know, our, our type sense. of climate is more humid. So anything that's stuck on the wall, it, it falls so quickly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Because we are in like a moisture, more humid climate. So, yeah, definitely. I have to tell you guys really quickly before we wrap things up. And I know that there's so many other like little like things. Um, and we'll have to try to make sure that we can put some of the stuff in the show notes, you know, some of the different like equipment or different mm-hmm. things we brands mentioned and, things, yeah. and brands and stuff. But um, behind me, I have a it's it's not an acoustic blanket. It's it's called an audio mute blanket. So it's about a half an inch th- thick. And um, and I chose to, to use that because um, it's thicker than the acoustic blanket. And I was trying to, you know, get my audio. I was trying to get my levels right in my in my studio. So mm-hmm. I have a I have a treated closet it's not soundproof but um i really am happy with the audio mute blanket because it really does it was like a hundred bucks you know but i hung it from my ceiling (laughs) and when i was reading for frankie on friday the whole freaking thing came crashing down (laughs) (laughs) because i took i took curtain rods and drilled it with power tools into the ceiling and then hung it on a curtain rod across uh, and with hooks because there's grommets in the audio and it's it's quite heavy um i mean it's like you know it's like nine foot tall yeah and it's yeah. a half an inch thick and um and it all came crashing down so i and i had even used anchors that you know are the t anchors i don't know if you guys know what that where it like opens up and it like yeah it's it's a yeah it holds onto the plaster yeah. up there yeah it's did, a, my question is did uh frankie stay in character or did he like, stop <laughs> everything <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me hear it, Frankie. <laughs> I think it. I no, we I think, were a mess on Friday. Actually, I, I think, was a mess. Yeah, no, I think it happened while we were not. Oh, okay. You weren't even. Scene. You weren't even. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Bloopers. Right. Did you record it? Was it recorded? I don't know. <laughs> not her. Not your side. No, we didn't record oh. on my side. But I managed to get up there, and I'm still recovering from not feeling good. But I managed to get up there, and I rigged it, and I found anchors that are actually metal anchors that when they oh. you put them in they open up and they're like t's but they're mm-hmm. metal and so like i could literally hang from it i i mean i didn't test it out but like you know and it, they're not fully anchored to the wall so they're kind of like it's hard to explain but they're kind of like it yeah it works it's fine yeah. i mean i fixed it i used some power <laughs> tools i fixed it i fixed it i rigged it it works <laughs> so anyways um, well, anyone, anyone else have any other like last minute, like equipment things that they can think about? Um, I was going to say with Apple products, you don't need the dual app that you were talking about. Um, Angela, a lot right. of times, a lot of the, if you have Apple iPad and Apple, you know, phone and That's laptop, right. um, there's a way to, um, share the monitor, right? The right. I think so. Yeah. I, have to yeah. Do that. Um, I actually have an HP, uh, laptop. And then I have my iPad and my phone is an iPhone. So I have those products, but I've, I've, I've only used, you know, HP type um, windows based stuff. I've, I mean, I've, I've had a Mac before, but I just never, I never like it. So I just, I've never really gone with it. So yeah, so sometimes you need those little apps to communicate. So yeah, mm-hmm. but they're out there. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. And they're free. That one's free. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And Lloyd, I'm so happy that you got your microphone situation. Thank you. <laughs> I'm happy too. As long as I, as long as that email comes back, Hey, oh, it sounds good now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, like I said, I think it sounds fine and it looks fine when I look at the levels and stuff. So yeah, awesome. it should be good. And Frankie, I'm so happy that you did your yes. headshot and you got totally. your first audition mm-hmm. down because that's been months and months of us bugging you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Encouraging you. And Encouraging. you were talking. I can't hear you. There, oh, there we are. <laughs> What'd you say, Frankie? <laughs> I said, thank you very much. And also, <laughs> don't try to do your own headshot because I don't have a remote for my camera. So I had to. I had to do my like manual focus and just mm. guess. Oh. Um, and the first like twenty shots that I took were all out of focus. So yeah, but you did it. That one's great. You did it though. Yeah, did it. And I will get. I will get a remote for it. Um, for for my video and stuff. A qu- question before we go: Do you use your microphone for the audio, or are you just using the audio of the the device, the your your recording device? device um but i will get they do have uh mics for the camera and for the phone as well mm-hmm. which i think i will also get mm-hmm. down the line i'd like to get a sure mv88 if anybody um that's like pretty much when i went to the podca- podcasting conference podfest um you know that was a really good one to take on the go or to use for um recording because it plugs right into your into your iphone mm-hmm. or your ipad and um it's also really cute. <laughs> but right now we're just really, using our phones for audio, the mics from our phones. <clears throat> really quick, Frankie, if you're going to be recording in the same place um, all the time, then 
you just find uh where the focus is and mark that on the ground mm-hmm. and then uh take note of what your settings are yeah you know yeah for the video i will definitely do that for the for the photo it was a little more hectic um <laughs> But you're a photographer, but though. you like, did you have experience. Trying to pull your thank you. Trying to pull your own focus is not. Yeah, it's not the best. Most people go to like a professional photographer, like Gabby did with a friend of hers. It's helping her with her website, and like I did, I went to like a studio, and then I had a photographer meet me outdoors to do photos. But Frankie, you're a photographer, and you have experience, yeah. and you have the equipment, and so you're, you know. This probably would have been a little bit easier if you had someone helping you. So much easier. <laughs> it's so funny. It was actually really fun to be a reader because it was almost like he was like, would you like to be my reader? And I was like, absolutely. Oh. I say yes. <laughs> and so I had to be a teenager or like a middle school. Middle school. Middle yeah, school middle girl. School. That's awesome. Fun. And he was my dad. So it was really oh. funny. Yeah. But I was like a fun dad. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, okay. A rock star dad. It was really fun. Oh, so nice. Well, yeah, you were a drummer. What are you talking about? So off the record, we can my... watch it, right? Well, it's not <laughs> on my computer. It's on my phone. But uh, yeah, I will show you guys at some point. Yay! <laughs> at some point. At some point. <laughs> Two years from now. It's well, <laughs> I gotta eat my dinner. So, so thanks, guys, for thank you. Um, thank, thank you, guys. You. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Keeping Up With Chaos from the booth and beyond. Join us Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to check out the episode show notes to find all the important links and guest info from tonight's conversation. Catch all our episodes, social links, email, and more at keepingupwithchaos.net.